superstars. Welcome to the Up Your Creative Genius podcast, where you will gain insight and tips to stomp on the accelerator and blast off to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Patty Dobervolsky, and if this is your first time tuning in, then strap in because this is serious rocket fuel. Each week, I interview fellow creative geniuses to help you learn how easy it is to up your creative genius in any part of your life. Hey, everybody, it's Patty Dobervolsky with Up Your Creative Genius. Oh, my God. I'm going to interview Jonathan Javier. Let me just say that this guy contacted me years ago and was fascinated with what I was doing. He started to do it, showing other people how to draw their future so that they could be successful. And today he has so many followers. It's unbelievable. He's like his whole business, Juan Salting, has gone cuckoo in La Cabeza. And so he is off the charts. Fantastic. I can't wait to do it. Let's hope he shows up. Come on, Jonathan, you can do it. Come on in here, dude. I know you're coming. Anyway, I can't wait for him to show up. He's going to be here any second. He's coming my way. I know he is. Woo. Yeah, people. Come on. Here we go. Woo. Hey, everybody, it's Patty Dobrovolsky with Up Your Creative Genius. Yes, today I have the most amazing person here, Jonathan Javier, right? Am I saying it right? Yes, from Wansulting. He is the most amazing person in the universe. He's done so much stuff to help other people land their jobs, fix their resume, start to be confident in front of interviewers and with headhunters and everything, I can't wait to hear what you're up to because his company has grown from just this little tiny seed of an idea to this major like 774,000 followers on TikTok, 120,000 followers on LinkedIn. I didn't even look at Instagram because I'm so excited to have you here because we've known each other for so long now, it seems like. Maybe it hasn't yeah. been that long, but it feels like a long time. All right. Just hello, Jonathan. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming. I'm so happy to be here, Patty. And you are the awesome one. All the words that you were saying, that was literally, you're just talking about yourself. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. Now, all right. Tell us really. So, you know, yesterday I watched your YouTube, which was your story. And really, your tagline is turning underdogs into winners for your company. And you were kind of an underdog yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and how you got into doing this. What happened to you? Your story. Yeah, of course. Well, first off, thanks so much for having me, Patty. I really appreciate it. And yeah, my story really does come from when I was in school. And I remember going to a non-target school, which was UC Riverside. And I remember a lot of the different opportunities that I was trying to go for, they didn't really have companies come to recruit for my school. So what I had to do was utilize a lot of different unconventional strategies to get there. And at first I was getting rejected for all the different roles because I was simply applying to them online and hoping for the best when all I got was literally the worst. So <laughs> when you come from that background, I come from a Filipino background where my parents raised me how I am now today. And it was really difficult because I didn't really have anybody to look up to in regards to the business field. But by networking with so many different folks like yourself and so many people who work in these big companies, 
I utilized those strategies, which I teach all the time on social media to land my first job at Snapchat. And then I went to Google and then I went to Cisco. And the crazy part was it was all about number one, wasn't even applying to the jobs, never even applied, just utilized LinkedIn and social media. And number two, manifesting it, upping my creative genius, the vision boards that I've created with inspiration from Patty, from seeing her TEDx talk have really helped me become the person I am today. And I'm super excited to be talking about those different topics. Well, you're fantastic. I mean, honestly, you were draw your future with people long before I was even training people in doing it. And so when I said, hey, I'm doing certification now, and I'm like, you don't need to go through it because you already know how to do it. So there's no reason you're certified. You know, I'll send you a little stamp, put it on your LinkedIn profile or whatever, right? But you started to early on understand the value of having a picture. You know, why did you do it? And what results did you see? I mean, I even see behind you, you've got pictures on the wall right there, right? That's right. That's right. So ever since I saw your TEDx talk, which was about, I think it was about three years ago, I first saw it. And I remember I was creating vision boards, but it wasn't as visual as I thought, right? It would just be a lot of different word vomit. I wouldn't be a lot of different specific goals, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what inspired me was I remember seeing your different drawings and I was like, dang, like, even though I'm a bad drawer or I'm a bad artist, maybe I can make something good. So what I started to do was in 2018, I really wanted to leave my first role out of college and wanted to go into the tech field specifically in NorCal, right? Northern California. And what I did was I basically drew my different goals that I had in mind and I separated them based off the different categories, right? So personal in regards to career, mental state. And so what I thought about was like, what do I want to accomplish a year from now? What are some realistic goals? I think a lot of people put very unrealistic goals where you shoot for the moon and then you hit the sun or whatever, whatever the saying is. Exactly. But I feel like you should definitely have some realistic goals. And then if you achieve them, then you just reiterate it or you redo it, you know? So a lot of the different goals that I've been able to achieve, they've probably about 95% of them have been achieved on that vision board today. I've already actually for 2021 goals, I've pretty much achieved most of them already. So it's been a great help because it's all about that manifestation, right? And what I would do, Patty, is like I would post it on my Instagram. I would post it on LinkedIn because then you have that accountability aspect where if you do not achieve that goal, people are going to see it and be like, oh, this guy or this girl didn't achieve that goal. Right. So it was very useful, especially with manifesting my dreams into reality. Yeah. Well, now, like how many people do you have in your company working with you? Yeah, we have about, my gosh, it's a lot now. We have about... 16, 17. And then we have a lot of different people who are service providers. So if you include them, maybe about 30 plus. Yeah. That is crazy good. And then did you just use your own startup money to start to kick it off? All bootstrapped. I love it. I love it. Because I think then you have total control of what happens. And, you know, something as good as what you're doing, you want to be able to finesse it. So how have you figured out, right, what your niche was? So people that are listening and they're wondering, like, I want to start my own business and Jonathan did this and he came out of this. How did you know what was your niche before you started to work on it? How did you get that? Or did it happen over time? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the 
content that I was creating was being interacted by that niche, which is a lot of different students, job seekers, early career professionals. And just creating that content, you can see that a lot of people that were coming to us, whether as clients or as followers, came in that demographic of non-target schools and non-traditional backgrounds. That's why for our mission of turning underdogs into winners, it's a lot of people who come from underdog backgrounds. But if you think about it, everybody comes from an underdog background, right? You could get rejected for different roles, underdog background. You could come from specific ethnicity, underdog background. You could have rejections in your life, right? All these different things. And so when we're able to adopt that mission and a lot of people coincided and a lot of people respected it and also related to it, then we got a lot of people who really believed in us and we believed in them. And so, yeah, a lot of the strategies that we love to teach at first, people are like, whoa, like you can do this. Right. And some people are like, <laughs> you still that see that work? in the Instagram comments to what exactly. things that you post. They're like, what are you exactly. kidding? Is that legal? <laughs> exactly. Know? Right. Yeah. But the thing is, like it is, it's just that people are not informed about it or misinformed. Right. So, yes, it's just about how do you bridge that gap between people who come from these backgrounds and these big name jobs? And hopefully we're able to solve for that. Yeah, I see so much success. So, you know, I do a monthly draw your future. And even today, there was somebody who came from you who had come into that session. And I was like, oh, so, you know, Jonathan, right? She was like early career, had her first internship now. And now she wanted to move to San Francisco or New York and wanted to grow her thing. And I'm like, yeah, well, rinse, repeat, whatever got you into that internship, right, is going to get you into the next thing. But there were some other things that I noted. This is something that I wondered about in your company. Do you have a set of values that you align things to? Because I noted in your posts, you have a really some guidance that's really seems aligned to values around integrity. That's like a big thing for you in there. So say a little bit about how you look at values and how you set that up with your team. Yeah. Values are extremely important, especially with our team, because to make a great team, you have to have trust and integrity, et cetera. So with my team, for example, we're a team of about 16, some are interns, some are part-time, no one full-time yet. Yet is a keyword because we'll probably eventually get them soon. But it's just really awesome because those values really do coincide with our team because our team knows not only to look up to those values, but also exhibit them in the work we do. So for example, that integrity aspect, let's say that you don't finish a project on time, you just be transparent with us and we'll be okay with it as long as we're specifically hitting those goals in the next term, right? We always set goal set. We always empathize with our audiences too as well because empathy is the most important piece because we used to be on that job seeking side too as well, right? The integrity part is extremely important because we have to be transparent with what we're doing and if we're hitting goals or not. That's why we set the KPIs and the goals every single month to what we want to achieve. And then we work backwards from there because we want to see, for example, like, did we hit our follower growth? Did we hit our partnerships revenue? Did we hit our services goals? And a lot of the different people on our team are very truthful to us. They give us feedback. They're not scared. We don't run a company based off getting fear. Right. right? (laughs) Keep that to yourself. Right. (laughs) That kind of thing. Exactly. But yeah, it's all about empathizing with their audience too, as well. When you're able to do that, because you've been on their shoes before, then you can see both parts of the spectrum. Like, what do companies look for when they're hiring folks? And then what do I look for when I'm hiring folks too as well? Because now I've been on both when I was recruiting and then now when I'm hiring for my own roles. 
Yeah. Now, so when somebody like the person that I worked with today comes to me and asks, you know, how can I get a job in one of those big companies? What do you tell them? I mean, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is it even possible for me? I think the woman was like, I don't think I have the confidence or the motivation. Her issue was motivation. And so what do you say? That's the thing. The motivation, the confidence piece is extremely important. If you think that you can't make it into a company, you will not make it. And especially that manifesting part where you have those goals in front of you and say you want to achieve X, Y, Z. I think that's extremely important. One thing that people always talk about is a resume. Well, obviously the resume has to be good and you have to be a qualified candidate for the roles you're going for. So for example, one thing that we see a ton of is people who are entry-level roles are going to apply for management level roles. Like there's no reason why you should be applying to management level roles. You don't qualify for that. Right. Right. First have to identify what roles you actually qualify for. I'm going to repeat that because that is why people get rejected. Number two, sometimes people get rejected from roles because they're just simply applying. And why I say this is because if you simply apply to a role, guess who else is applying, Patty? Everybody else. That's right. You have to be networking with people who can, number one, give you insights regarding how they got in so you can get into. Number two, you can get referrals or recommendations from these people. Yeah. You can get a boost in the application process so your resume can be read by an actual recruiter. So you have to go a little bit above and beyond, but if you're able to do that, you should be doing that for your dream company regardless. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was, you know, one of the things that I remember from the video about your life, I love that you did a video about your life because I think it gives us insight into what you went through and what you did. Like you reached out to a hundred LinkedIn people in a week, in a day. Yeah. What was it? That's crazy. I would reach out, Patty, probably 100 times a week to different people. I'd probably get about 10% of people who responded. But what matters is the people who respond rather than the people who don't. You know, I mean, yeah, right. don't matter. But like the people who respond are going to be the ones who are your mentors, your champions, the people who look out for you. And thankfully, out of those 10 people, one of them was you. So. Yeah. Well, and you are just such a rock star. I think part of it is you have to understand that. You know, you can draw a dream of the future and you can dream a big dream of the future. You can lay awake at bed at night and you could rehearse yourself going into Google and interviewing and all that stuff. However, you have to do the work to do it, too. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, pays off. And often I think that people are they expect it to happen instantaneously, just the way the Internet is. You know, we have these things happen. In the real world, the physical world, in your inner world, your imagination, things do happen instantaneously. But this is a hard world. It's made out of real things, right? So they're solid. So the energy is not even the same as your imagination. And you have to realize that, that you have to take action on things. So what did you do when you felt like you were demotivated by anything? You know, how, how did you keep yourself motivated to do the next thing? You know where demotivation comes from? In my opinion, I think it comes from the people you associate with. And the reason why is because if the people you associate with are complacent and tell you like, oh, Jonathan, you're doing good enough. You're going to think that you're already just doing good enough, right? When good enough is okay, but doing even better is better. So what really motivated me was seeing my friends getting better offers and just growing immensely. And I realized what one thing also to as well with demotivation is also playing the victim card where you blame external factors that have nothing to do with your work ethic. 
it's also being like, oh, this person got this, like they're just privileged because of this, 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 right? And yeah. some people, some people are privileged, of course, but some people also put the work in to get to where they want to be, right? So you have to be able to utilize those connections and resources and you have to be able to apply it to your own life. And instead of just blaming other people for getting jobs in this case, you instead utilize that as motivation yeah. to keep on going and get that job in 2021. Yeah, yeah. I even think that, you know, part of the visioning process, and I would ask this of you, this is one of my questions for you, is like, who do you really want to meet? You can meet anybody now. This is what's true. You can meet anybody. So who is it that you think would be on your bucket list of people you would like to meet and talk to about what's happening in their world? What fascinates you in the world right now that you're in? What's fascinating? Yeah, I mean, I think someone that I would want to meet is a little bit basic, but Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. And the reason why is because, I mean, he has very good motivational speeches, of course. But one thing that I think that he does extremely well is he's very mentally there. And why I say mentally there is because you have different opinions about him. Some people like him, some people don't. But the thing is, how does Gary V set himself up where he doesn't mind the people who don't like him and focuses on the people who does, right? I think what happens a lot, Patty, is when you're trying to grow as a company, as a business, as a person, what happens is people will be always have negative opinions about you. But yeah. How do you ask those negative opinions? How do you look at the positivity? I remember before when I first started, I was like, oh my gosh, someone said a bad comment on my post. I'm so offended. <laughs> now, it's haters totally are okay. going to hate. Haters right? are going to hate, right? It's totally okay yeah. at the end of the day because you have 99% of people who support you. 1% of people might not. But the thing is, people will try to go to the people who don't support them and try to, for example, like please them when you should be pleasing the people who already support you. So that's right. That's, that's right. That's, a, that's what I think. I think Gary Vaynerchuk is a prime example of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he persists. That guy is insistent and he really believes what he's about. Too. I think another guy that is interesting to me right now is Sean Anthony. Same thing, mm. you know, totally motivating, all about getting people to realize you're worth it. And if you are in a job and all you're doing is working for your paycheck, you're not doing the right thing. Because if you're just working, what I call working for a living, or sometimes I would say in big corporations, I'd say I'm working for the man because yeah. there was always some white guy at the top who would be the person that I would have to go and do the facilitation in front of. Right. And they either like me or they didn't, you know, there's no gray area in between. And I'd be like, well, good thing about being a consultant. You know, I don't ever have to come back here and they don't have to have me back if they don't like what I'm doing. But if I deliver 150% of what I've promised, then everything works out, right? Everybody sort of understands that you bring value. And I think all of your followers, you can see just how exponentially your followers have grown. It's just in this year that they've been like, it's been a, like a big kaboom. And yeah. so how do you handle that? Or what do you do to keep yourself humble with all of that following? And what's it tell you? Yeah, I mean, we've grown to over a million followers in the past year, which has been incredible. Most of them coming in the past six, seven months, which has been incredible. I think what's very important, like you said, is to be humble about it because a lot of people change based off the popularity of that they get, right? What I say all the time is that you should respect people, of course. The people that support you are going to be there till all ends. 
And if you keep creating great content and creating value to them, they're going to keep on supporting you. That's what also motivates yeah. me every day when I see someone saying a great good comment on my post, and that's going to keep making me make great yeah. content, right? So yeah. I think what's very important is to listen to your audience, listen to your community, because when you listen to them, they're going to keep coming back and giving you more ideas, and they're going to give you more content to create too as well. Yeah. And when you get those posts, you read every post that's coming through or a lot of them I know because you respond to me, you'll send yeah. something back. And I'm like, that's total engagement, right? So everybody that is part of your tribe, they all feel like I'm in this with Jonathan is going to be awesome. You know, Juan Salting, that's I, my thing. You I was going to say, it's not me. It's our team. My ICM yes. mentees, our community, because we all win together. Yeah, fantastic. I love that. Now, so what's your vision of the future? Where do you see things going? Like on your vision board, I know you had your KPIs and you probably already met them. But when you dream the dream of yourself, what's your big dream? Like this is one thing you're doing. Are, what, are there other things you're cooking up? What do you think? Yeah. About? I mean, number one, scaling out our services. So we have like services regarding resumes, LinkedIn profiles, job search strategy, interviewing. So scaling those out, we have an amazing team of Fortune 500 recruiters, hiring managers, professionals who are helping us with that. So that's one of the things of the future. Number two, working on Article 20, which is our program. We take 20 job seekers and help them land jobs. So that's been really good. We're about to launch our next cohort in the next few months. So we're trying to scale it out. And then another piece as well is the partnership side because we have a lot of followers. We've been doing a lot of influencer marketing. So how do we partner with more companies to grow that branding of their own companies? Yeah, so, fantastic. Yeah. Those things. And then are you sleeping at all? Is that happening? I mean, I, I saw you up I, in Vancouver, so you must be yeah. going and having a little vacation here and there. I was there for a little bit. I'm taking some <laughs> vacation. But yeah, I mean, yeah, this morning I should have, uh, but my alarm didn't turn off. So I need, to, I need more sleep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Well, you're fantastic. Everything that you're doing is really just an indicator of the core values that you have and that you embody, which is about service, you know, helping other people to take the next step, I think, in making change. And there's one thing I'd love to, it's just sort of my signature ask of people at the end of the podcast. What do you think would be something you would say to someone, what's a tip on how to pivot or how to create change for yourself? What would you encourage people to think about or do? Manifest it and go to Patty's workshops. <laughs> really. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would totally recommend making a vision board. I want to like the vision boards that uh, Patty has of drawing your future. I think that's extremely important because He's not a shill. I didn't like, this is not a shell game. Yeah. We're not moving it around. I didn't see the audience yeah. with him. He's saying that of his own accord. Just yeah. FYI, listeners. Just want you to know. Yeah. I was going to say, because I think what happens a lot, Patty, is we always talk about our goals. Like I could tell you, Patty, my goal is to do X, Y, Z. But the thing is, it's all talk and no action. And the thing is, with anybody who's trying to attain any goal, you have to have some action steps behind those goals. So the reason why I say draw those goals or write those goals is because when you write those goals and draw those goals, then you see whatever that goal is, and then you work backwards from it. So for example, let's say that I want to grow to 500K followers on Instagram. I have 220K right now. Let's just say I want to go to 500K. Then I think about how am I going to grow to 500K in the year? Or if I'm saying, how do I want to lose weight? I want to lose 20 pounds. All right, so I want to lose 20 pounds. How am I going to lose 20 pounds in six months? 
right? So you have to be sure you have those goals, make it realistic, but then have steps to achieve those goals. Because if you don't, then you're never going to achieve it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Everything you say, I would just say it even more. And the second thing is just dream it. Have a dream big enough that you can step into it. Because I think this is what we see out in the world a lot is people don't feel confident. They don't believe in themselves. And that's stuff that's just been loaded on you from your environment or the people you're hanging out with, or maybe even your parents. And you have to step up and realize you're here for a reason. So figure out what the reason is that you're alive in the world and go out and do it. Find your purpose and go drill it because that's what you've been doing. And it's just so amazing to watch. I can't wait to see what else happens for you because you're so amazing. It's just like incredible all the things you're doing to help other people. And I thank you for all that service because you're so cool. Anyway, so this is Jonathan Javier. Follow him, wansulting.com. You can find him there. You can find him on Instagram under wansulting. Jonathan Jonathan Words of Wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, Jonathan Words of Wisdom on Instagram. Follow him there. And I'll also put some more information about him in the show notes. So I can't thank you enough, Jonathan, for taking time to talk to me today. You're amazing. Let's go do this. Let's go out and change the world, make it better, shall we? Of course. Thank you, Patty, for having me. I appreciate you always. You're so welcome. Let's do this. Come on, people. Let's go. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to DM me on Instagram your feedback or takeaways from today's episode on Up Your Creative Genius. Then join me next week for more Rocket Fuel. Remember, you are the superstar of your universe and the world needs what you have to bring. So get busy, get out, and up your creative genius. And no matter where you are in the universe, here's some big love from yours truly, Patty Dobervolsky, and the Up Your Creative Genius podcast. That's a wrap. <laughs>